So, the way I see it, friends, there's always going to be that guy. There's always going to be that person. There's always going to be that person who wants to hurry up into the elevator before everybody else comes out. There's always going to be that person who wants to use a speakerphone in a public place. There's always that person who's going to want to cough and sneeze and not cover any of it up in public. There's always going to be that person who wants to speak the loudest in any restaurant. There's always going to be that person who's going to speak down to any restaurant server who isn't that quick. There's always going to be somebody to want to have to say something to somebody else. There's always going to be that guy who feels like it's his job to set everybody else straight always going to be that person who knows everything that you don't know. I try to make things as simple as I can for my own life. And when it comes to knowing that there are going to be those people in the world, that there's always going to be that guy, I have one simple rule myself. Don't be that guy. Don't be that person. And if we can keep that idea in the back of our minds as we go about life every day, I think we could be well on our way to understanding and living into John Wesley's first rule of doing no harm. Don't be that person. In fact, as we get into realizing the kinds of harm we can bring with our words and with some of our actions and the way we think, as we think about pulling back from some of those and not being that guy, not being that person you kind of realize doing no harm is kind of easy. Once you figure it out, it's kind of easy to follow through and you think, well, okay, do no harm. I got this. I got this. Check that off and let me get to the second rule. Do good. Now, for some reason, do-gooders are people that others think, those guys... They don't know what they're doing. Bunch of do-gooders. And there's this idea that doing good is easy. Well, I want to suggest to you today that doing good is not always easy at all. So much so that if you find something that you can do that is good, that is easy, you better jump on it. In fact, United Methodists uh, today, they're finishing up, a lot of United Methodists in Seattle and in Denver are finishing up some good work that they're doing today. I don't know why those two cities would be opposed to each other today. But um, United Methodists in Denver have challenged United Methodists in Seattle to find as many food donations as they can. They're trying to uh, beat each other in that competition. We're not sure who's winning the race. We're not sure if it's going to give any kind of indication of who's going to win the game tonight. But doing that kind of good, it's kind of easy. Right? And if you find something good like that to do, jump on it. Help the food bank because it's easy enough to do. Write that letter to somebody because it's easy enough to do. Go make the visit because it's easy enough to do. Give somebody a ride. That's easy to do because doing good quite often hard. I'm sure some of you have heard uh, the news lately, uh, what's going on in the Ukraine. For the last several months, there have been protests, protests, people uh, coming up against their government for different issues. 
And over the last couple of months, these protests have escalated, so much so in the last few weeks there have been loss of life. And on one side, you have people who are angry about their living conditions. You have people who are angry with their government. And on one side, you have the people who represent the government, the police, the task force, and all these people, and they stand against each other. And friends, tension is rising. Things are getting very hectic, very chaotic. And as both of these sides seem to be against each other for months now, recently there came a line within both of them, a line of clergymen standing with their cross. And these clergy people, they haven't taken sides. They haven't told them, you're doing right and you're doing wrong. What, they've saying, what they are saying is, we all need to repent. We all have a part to play in this. And in the cold, in the rain, and in the snow, with guns pointed at them, with rocks and bottles being thrown, with insults going back and forth, those people have stood doing their good work. And if you think that is easy, you are out of your mind. And quite often, friends, the good that you and I are called to do is kind of like that. And I know we think, well, Ukraine, that's halfway around the world. That doesn't really have anything to do with my life right now. And a lot of times when we get to talking about doing good things and good people, we, we look at people like Mother Teresa or Martin Luther King, and we look at those people who seem so big, we think, yeah, but that's Mother Teresa. That's him okay. I'm not those guys. You're not those guys. And that's a good thing. I don't know that God has told me or told anybody else, be Mother Teresa. Be Martin Luther King. Be any of those people. Instead, Jesus reminds us today of who and what we are. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Don't worry about being someone else. Just be what God told you you are. Be the salt the world needs. Be the light the world needs. Be what God has called you to be. You see, do-gooders, they recognize doing good is not easy. and Doing good does not make us soft. Instead, we realize that this is hard work. And sometimes we've got to be tough and we've got to endure what comes with doing God's good work. The world needs salt and the world needs light. And when you tell the world what they need, quite often they don't like it. I mean, not anybody here. You know, we like being told what's wrong with us. We like being told where we need to improve in our lives, right? We all do that. But not everybody is so easily convinced like you guys and I am. Right? So when you and I stand up to be salt and light, isn't taken very well sometimes. But it is our good work. It is what we're called to do. Sometimes as this church people, we get this idea, well, my job is just to love God. That loving people think, well, if I get around to it, if I love the right people, if I feel okay, I will do that. 
But this idea about loving God and loving others, there's no option. You don't get to decide, you know what, today I'll love God and today I'll love others. What we realize is that the way that we love God is by loving others, is by being salt, is by being the light of the world. You may not have any kind of international protest going on at home or in your job or anywhere else, but I'm willing to bet that you need to be in the line somewhere. That there is good that you need to do somewhere where you have something on one side and something on the other ready to explode and that it will explode if there's no goodness there to remind it of what could be. Something tells me that in someone's home, there's some divisions. There needs to be someone who will stand for good. Something tells me that at work, some people can be like this, some people can be that guy, that there needs to be somebody willing to stand in the middle to do good. Friends, we all need each other to be salt and to be light. Why Jesus said, that's what you are. Now go do it. Go be it. We need people who will say, I am here to do good. Amen? Yeah, amen.